Good afternoon, boxing fans around the world. We're back with another weekend of boxing that we want to cover. And I think some of these fights are really good and some of these fights are kind of garbage. Regardless, let's go ahead and get our particulars out of the way and jump right into this. CombatTalkRadio.net, of course, is the site. Check us out. For those that are new, we welcome you. Even if you're not a subscriber, that's okay. We know you've got choices. We hope you're going to find that we're a neutral channel. We like to cover boxing, so we love the sport. We're not aligned to any one side or fighter. And the way that we do coverage is unique. So we like your feedback as well. There's a contact form. We would appreciate you letting us know how we're doing. Let's get into our weekend of boxing. There were some fights on deck, and some of these were, it's not that they're badly promoted. What's happening is that the schedule keeps shifting. Things keep changing. Things keep getting added. And then, of course, Don King's going to Don King. So bear with me. There's a possibility I might miss a fight somewhere. I think I got them all. I actually did a run-through of this, and apparently I had missed some fights so now I'm doing this one more time, and hopefully we'll get this all sorted out uh, and so that we're clear on exactly what's going on. At the top of the books, Hiroto Kiyoguchi versus Esteban Bermudez. This is at the super light flyweight, or excuse me, light flyweight, junior flyweight, uh, weight division out in Mexico. Hiroto Kiyoguchi, of course, is the favorite in this fight for good reason. Very solid fighter. I've not followed him very closely, but he's a very solid fighter. This is going to be on DAZN, so if you have DAZN, I do recommend checking this fight out for one main reason, which is, you know, Esteban Salas, Esteban Bermudez, Salas is like his official last name. This should be a soft touch, but something tells me it won't be. Hiroto Kiyaguchi is kind of being presented as one of those next big things out of Japan, uh, kind of like Shokamura was at one point. I don't, it's not that I don't, he's not, a, he's not trash, he's not bad, he's actually pretty good, but uh, Esteban Bermudez, I think, is going to be there, ready to fight, and I should not necessarily overlook if I'm you you should not overlook Esteban Bernimides to possibly in here we've seen a lot of upsets happen in 2022 this first two quarters of it so anything can happen but Kiyoguchi is expected to win by in this case knockout just based on power and style and speed and skill don't know 100% but that's my expectation that's what I would bank on <laughs> Up next, of course, on ESPN, this is at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific tomorrow at the Madison Square Garden Theater in New York, Romer Angulo versus Edgar Bumbanga for the WBO-NABO super middleweight title that Bumbanga holds. Now, here's the thing. Bumbanga had a very bad outing with Steve Rolls just prior to this, and of course, people said he got exposed. I was one of those because I think Bumbanga was hyped so far that people didn't understand this is really what he is. Once you got a really good boxer in there, a lot of these gaps are exposed and he was never trained on some of the fundamentals of how to catch a guy and stop a guy and do these things. Romer Angulo is a very solid fighter. If you don't think that he can easily upset Bumbanga, you're, you're overlooking him and I don't recommend you do that. This guy is really good. I think a lot of people are overlooking Angulo because of the fight with David Benavides just prior. This happened in 2020 and David Benavides arguably... There was, it was not close, but at the same time, it's not necessarily whether Angulo is this, he amazingly wins every single time and all that kind of stuff. You got to look at the two guys that beat him, David Benavides and Zerto Ramirez. So of those two guys, we're talking some of the strongest punchers possible. We're talking some of the best fighters you can ever have. You're talking two of the top guys right now, and it's not even close. So I, and power punchers, right? Dominant punchers. So I'm not going to say that just because he lost those two fights that Bumbang is going to get it done. If I look at style matchup, 
Bombenga should get it done. However, Bombenga has shown that he is not able to really handle boxer movers, which Angulo is. And so I'm going to lean Bombenga in the outcome simply because I think Bombenga is going to come in wanting to try to prove something. And that may play in his favor if he's able to just simply blitz and get Angulo out. And I think that's what the matchmakers are expecting him to do. We'll have to see if he can pull that off. It's not sure. It's not certain right now. Third fight. This is on DAZN as well on the Honda Center in Anaheim tomorrow. Jaime Munguia versus Jimmy Kelly. And this, I believe, and this for super middleweight, I'm pretty sure this fight was supposed to be Jaime Munguia versus Jamal Charlo. I'm pretty sure that's true. And then Charlo had injured his back, as I heard. And people were not really happy. Listen, this fight against Jimmy Kelly is a joke. Jimmy Kelly is easily a soft touch I don't want to call him a bum. He's not a bum, but he's not in Munguia's class. He's a showcase for Munguia to get a showcase stoppage or highlight reel knockout. That's all he is. I don't know if this fight's worth having for Munguia. I understand he had to stay busy, so I'm not down on him, but the opponent, I think they could have done better. The fight so far of what I listed for tonight, of course, it's Kiyaguchi in my mind, and then tomorrow, you got Angula Bumbanga, and I'm leaning towards Bumbanga to show up and get something done. Now, there's a couple other fights that were on docket that went kind of under the radar. I'm going to talk about those real quick. First of all, at heavyweight action, you've got uh, Dubois, Daniel Dubois, and he's fighting Trevor Bryan. And Bryan has sold this fight. Bryan has, under Don King, has sold this fight. This is happening out of the Casino Miami Jailal out in Florida. He has sold this fight. Classic lines from him and his team. Amazing stuff. Dubois, of course, he has that one loss and only that one loss. Dubois is not a bad fighter at all. The problem I've got and always have had, I think, with Dubois, and Trevor Bryant's undefeated, by the way, but the problem I've always had with Dubois is he was hyped as well. He was really heavily hyped as this next big thing, and nobody's going to be able to stop him, and he's got all this stuff going for him, and he's a really good fighter. He's not a bad fighter, but his outing against Joe Joyce, to me, it was like, when he steps up in class, he's not able to get it done. And I see this, right? He, for whatever reason, he just, when he steps up, he can't get it done. And so this is going to be an ultimate step up for him. People think that Dubois is going to take care of Trevor Bryan. Trevor Bryan, just so people understand, outside of being undefeated, right? Trevor Bryan is one of those fighters who can show up when he needs to. However, I think what people are resonating with is Trevor Bryan's most recent fight where it seemed like he wasn't able to and he might be on the decline. So my guess is that the matchmaker said, well, geez, Trevor Bryan went the distance with this bum over here and couldn't get it done. This is a Gidry that he fought in his most recent fight that was back in January. But I don't know. We don't know what that was all about. We know that was training, one-off, style matchup, whatever that was. Regardless, I'm not going to use that fight and say that Trevor Bryan can't get this done. I think, I absolutely believe, Trevor Bryan can absolutely beat Daniel Dubois from what I can tell. That's not banging on Dubois. I think he's a decent fighter. I think he's been hyped a little bit too much. And I think when he steps up, he struggles in some of these big-time fights is what I see of him. The other one I'll call out real quick that kind of went under the radar Um his name is Rigpour, and it's a cruiserweight. I don't care about his opponent, but him. This is out in the Wembley Arena in London. I'm calling this one out mostly because I think Rigpour is one of those fighters to keep an eye on. I think he's a really good fighter. 
worth watching Richard Reek for. I think he's really good to watch. If you're interested in the up and coming guys, I think he's good to watch. And on his on that undercard here, the return of Sebastian Manbun Formella at welterweight action. Uh, he's fighting Chris Congo. Listen, everybody who knows me knows that I'm a big fan of the Man Bun Formella. He fights his ass off every time he comes. People are not able to knock him out. People have not been able to drop him. He's not been able to do much against his opponents, and he doesn't have a lot of power, but it seems like he's tough and durable, and he's been a good test for anybody that's not at the upper level. So I'm glad to see he came back. What I didn't know, for whatever reason, he was the IBO welterweight champion, and then all of a sudden, he wasn't. And we never understood why, because it never went to any other opponent. But when Chris Ben, or excuse me, Connor Ben, fought against Formella, Connor Ben couldn't drop him, couldn't stop him. Porter couldn't drop him, couldn't stop him. But Connor Ben just said, no, I, I beat him convincingly. Yeah, but Formella had a great showing. Like, Formella was still throwing. He was still actively throwing, still fighting. He's there. He's always there, always fighting, always engaging. Love his style. Fantastic guy that's worth the watch. It's just he's never been able to pull it out when he steps up to the upper class. So I'm glad to see him return. I just wanted to call that one out. So that's our weekend of boxing. I'm definitely going to try to catch uh, Brian and Dubois for sure. I want to see if Bumbang is going to do what I suspect he will. Um, Romer Angulo missed weight at the weigh-in. That usually means that that fighter is going to take a loss. We just saw that recently where NSB didn't believe me about the weight loss and how that worked with, uh, who was that? Uh, we just saw that happening at lightweight. Uh, Kambosis, right? Kambosis, he didn't make weight. And Devin Haney made weight. And then Kambosis said, it's out to war. It's all got mind games. And then, of course, it wasn't because usually when fighters miss weight, it's not good. It means something went wrong at that last part of camp when you're supposed to be really rigid and sound and you have to have the scales just right to understand what you need to do about it. And if you're off, it throws you off when you get in the ring. People on NSB don't know that because they ain't never laced up a pair of gloves, like Floyd would say. But seeing that Angulo missed weight tells me that Angulo is not fully prepared, and that's why I suspect that Bumbang is going to get him out of there uh, and redeem himself. Of course, it's an asterisk, but it still would be a win if he can get that done. And then I'll try to see if I can catch Formella just because I, I really enjoy the guy. I think he's a great he's a great person, too. He's a great fighter. He's a little bit older, and I, I want to see him back in action. I'm great to see he's coming back. So that's our weekend. I'll check in with you guys probably late Saturday, if not early Sunday.